Greetings, friends, and welcome back to our two sets. <laughs> when last we left you on All Hallows Eve, Ben and I started diving into the world of Bitcoin and where we were reading the Bitcoin white paper. Yeah, it's true. I was your hands <laughs> all over and then like unicorn hands. That was my spooky hands. <laughs> and, then, and then I put the hands together like I was diving into... Oh, to Bitcoin. Yeah. Wow. Those are my diving hands. All right. You didn't, pre- you, you didn't pregame me on that. Sorry. I got a lot of hands. <laughs> <laughs> Signify what part of the podcast we're going <laughs> Wait, into. How many hands do you have? Well, I have two. Okay. Precise. Good. But they can be spooky hands. Oh, you got different types. Different. Or they oh. could be diving into Bitcoin You know, hands. that's like altcoins. That's too spooky. Ooh, I don't know right. what that is yet. <laughs> I'm not ready for all we're that. We're not deep yet? Yeah, we're no. still in the beginning. We no. just got past the introduction. You got to stop me on these parts. Well, last time we started the introduction and we were talking about, I think, a good segue into the next bits of the Bitcoin white paper which um, would be transactions. We talked about kind of the protection between uh, buyers and sellers, protecting them from fraud. So there was one bit that I think really transitions nicely into the realm of transactions. What? Read the line. Um, transactions that are computationally practical to reverse would protect sellers from fraud mm-hmm. and routine escrow mechanisms could easily be implemented to protect buyers. Yeah, for for the seller side, uh-huh. once a transaction has been like stamped into the cement, uh-huh. it can't be changed. Yes. Right? It's very hard. It's very hard. It. So, so almost pretty much near impossible. To if see. it were to be able to be changed. Yeah. All of Bitcoin would wouldn't apart. exist. Yeah, exactly, it would break apart, right? right? Exactly. So that's what protects the seller. Once, but don't once worry, happens, my friends. We're going to talk about some really fun math that like tells you why it's pretty much impossible for this to happen. True. True. Knock on wood. Ooh, yeah. Spooky. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then protects buyers for that same reason. Uh, it's I don't I never understood the escrow to be totally honest with you and why that protects our buyers. Escrow mechanisms. I think it's just to be the kind of. What I gathered is kind of it's routine escrow mechanism, basically like the repetition of how it works. Maybe helps to enforce protection for buyers. I googled the hell out of it, and couldn't find great answers. So we should sub that in here at some point. Mm-hmm. We'll try to figure out more about escrow. Yeah, I never, I didn't quite understand how it work. It's very close to like um, the the real estate world. It's taken from the real estate world. Mm-hmm. Use an escrow. Well, I mean, essentially though, like this this whole process is what is helping to prevent the double spending problem, which kind pretty of, much, pretty much which proves the no need for a third party. Exactly. That's the yes. main game. So, straight, peer-to-peer. No so it's that. secure with honest nodes, which we're going to talk a little bit more about. And then um, the CPU power, all that fun stuff, as well as um, kind of like talking about how it, the protection keeps away from attacker nodes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and that's where I was like, attacker nodes versus honest nodes, and I was like, whoa, Yeah. talk about spooky season, mm-hmm. look at all these nodes. It gets dirty out there. Nobody it's really hard for me, I don't know about y'all, well, I mean, I can't speak for all y'all, but personally, I come from a little bit of a music background uh, of singing, 
And nodes is are that a thing? nodes are bad things. They're scary things. Why? If you get a node on your vocal cord, it's like oh. <gasps> you're oh. cursed. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you're Got not it. cursed. It's just like bad. It's bad. It hurts. It's painful. It's bad for your voice. Um, some people say that if you sing too loudly or not like supporting yourself when you sing your breath, uh, everybody who's a musician is going to be like, you're an idiot. That's not how it works. Wow. Yes, I am an idiot. That's why I'm here because I don't know anything about nothing, Woo! which is why I'm learning about Bitcoin. Gotta change your but anyway, mindset. when I hear notes, I'm like, oh, notes, gasp. Uh-huh. And that's why I thought it was interesting to hear where he's like, honest notes. I was like, oh, honest notes. Oh, you like that's why you gravitated. Yeah, because I was like, oh. I did hear you all reading. Oh, honest notes. But that's all I could think about when I heard her notes. Anyway, I know what she is. Sidetrack. Um, so that was just the introduction. Woof. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about how the transactions, basically transactions in a way here is kind of like how, how does the process create a Bitcoin or how does the process create like what makes Bitcoin sure. basically. Sure. Um, yeah. So transactions, um, all of these obviously are electronic. This is the, the world wide web. Right. I'm talking about the internets. So um, we define electronic coin as a chain of digital signatures. Um, so essentially, Bitcoin exists because signatures say, yep, that's a Bitcoin. Pretty much. That's what I mm-hmm. gathered with the transactions part. Which part did you read apart that talks about it? Um, yeah, it was kind of just talking about how like each owner transfers this coin mm-hmm. um, by digitally signing a hash of of all the other previous transactions of that coin, yeah. like validating it almost yeah. being like, yes, this is a thing. Yeah. And then all the, the structure of, of this, of the hash of the blockchain just confirms that it is a yeah, coin. Basically a uh-huh. it, it reinforces the fact that it exists to make sure that it's validated. So it's not, it's not a dishonest. There's no. a lot. It's like, it's, you know, it's, it's real. It's a thing. The most dishonest. There's a lot to unpack there. It is. Um, a lot. I'll, I'll do my best to try to, I don't know, help, help explain it a little. Mm-hmm. I don't know the right way to sound it without sounding like condescending. It's like to help myself explain it. Yes. <laughs> but you stated like the, tra- the, where to go with this? Like there's, there's creating Bitcoin. Yes. Right. And there's a process that's part of the game theory in in hashing mm-hmm. to create the Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Right. Part of it is to distribute Bitcoin out there and get it out there into the world. And we can get way into mo- way more into that about how many Bitcoins there will ever be. Yeah. Forever. And Ooh, how every deep. four years it cuts in half the amount that get released out the door. The having. Awesome. I just heard, I heard about that term a few months ago. Exactly. So part of it is getting Bitcoins created yes and the other part is about sending digital transfers to each other and yes. that's what you're talking about with digital signing and that's transactions and that's transactions and that's, and that's like i mean that's like what we do every day with our money right i buy a iced tea and have to pay money in exactly. order to make a transaction for that and to you happen. just you just forget that someone else is doing all that for exactly. you and, and like when you send money you ever heard of ach right the auto clearing house no. if you send like a big amount of money when you purchase for something and it takes seven days, mm. right? That has to go through. And they're processing and making sure your money is your money. They literally look at it and make mm. sure it's all there. Right. Whereas this is computers saying, yes, this person checks out. Yes, they have their private key, just like a key to get into your house. Yes. And yes, the other person's address is there. Right. So like each transaction has each owner's public key saying like this is their Yes, it's a thing. That is definitely a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, yeah, that's a part of it. Yeah, because that's what they're talking about in the transactions here. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a little, uh, y'all can't see it, but if you get the white paper, you can. There's a little kind of almost uh, diagram of 
of a transaction, breaking down like all the parts of what makes um this like makes it so is that the one with a bunch of boxes and arrows yeah so like you have a transaction and so in my transaction i have to first like have my key that says like yes i am a valid person making this transaction there's there is two pieces of that you need to have a public key and a private key yes because you have to have a public to make a transaction and a private key so your your private key is just like it's almost like your identity Right is what I'm thinking it think, as. Think of it as like your social security. Right, like but who more you so. Are you don't want this... anyone to know yes. who that is. If they get your social, which is why it's private. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. These are your private bits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't share them to anybody. Um, but then you also have this this owner's uh, public key, your public bits mm-hmm. that you can share with that's, whoever you want. That's just consensually someone's, someone's email address right? <laughs> and verify. Yeah, that's. Yes. That's someone's email address. Right. So you have these keys, essentially, but you need those in order to make transactions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets insert, inserted, your public key gets inserted into this hash and mm-hmm. is validated by whoever you're making these transactions with their signatures and yours. That's funny. Yeah. All of those things to are, make it so. are pieces of the puzzle yes. that the computers have to solve. This is just to like start a transaction. Uh, totally. Because then from here, we have to break down like what is in that transaction. Which is this idea of a hash, which is what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Next. Yeah. I I, um, I hope I hope we're making it easier on people. I feel like it's even crazy harder. Well, you know. It's fun to go through the white paper, but man. That's why there's a pause button. If any time you're like, "What the heck is happening?" That's what I do with podcasts. I'm just talking in general. Yeah. No, but sometimes when I listen to podcasts, especially dense ones, I like to pause and be like, hmm, "What did I just?" taken yeah um i mean i feel like we do that sometimes when we listen to podcasts we'll talk like did you hear that did yeah, you that's true. like listen, we'll listen to ones about murder mm. everybody loves a good murder podcast october it's too scary spooky. now spooky it's almost um, over but anyway yeah it just sometimes you might need to pause and be like okay what what happened anyway um yeah so all that fun stuff with transactions mm-hmm. basically like what i got is is um it's just kind of like these transactions, it's like, this is how we make it valid and we make it so. One thing that I was confused about, though, is he mentions that there's this whole problem of this idea of double spending. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, a common solution is to introduce a trusted central authority or a mint. And I was like, how is that not just saying you have a third party? That is what he's saying. It's like, that's one way. But to I do thought it. you were like. He's, or the following is the opposite. No third party. There's two ways to make it work. Yeah. These are the two ways. Okay. The one way is the way we've traditionally done, which is minting it through the third party. Oh. Or. Just like a bank. Just, you can do it as we're doing it That's what it he today. says, you're doing it like that, just like a bank. Or, oh, okay. you can do the future, because I'm Satoshi motherfucking Ma, I forgot his last name, Nakamoto. Nakamoto. He wouldn't swear. No, he's we too need, wholesome. I just to... know, I just, I, in my heart of hearts, I believe he's just. He's the most wholesome of wholesomes. He or yeah. she. They, they are just pure, protect Satoshi at all costs. How many swear words am I allowed per podcast? You know, you do you. Good. Choose your own adventure. Six to nine, then. I believe in you. Is there a reason why you said six Oh, to man, nine? that was just random. hi Look at the heater. Wow. It says 68. Oh. So, no, there's it's still no It's 68 degrees in here. <laughs> I got a t-shirt One on. less than six and a half. <laughs> uh, anyway, so <sighs> I was just a little confused by that because I was like, wait, don't, aren't you saying like you don't want that? But then he kind of also goes on to say like to accomplish something without a trusted party. There you go. Yeah. You 
have to have like this public announcement because yeah. then you, you make it a community almost. Uh-huh. And then you need a system for people to participate in this publicness of, of this community. And instead of it being a third party, like one person or one entity that has a control, it's all these people agreeing um, to, to make this thing. So it's more, it's more so like everybody's invested, no pun intended. It's interesting. There's a, there's a book um, by someone whose name I'm going to butcher. So I won't say it. It's like safe down or soft down. I should know, but it's called the big Bitcoin standard. Mm -hmm. And he talks about um, a culture or like a, uh, a group of people who I don't know what year they lived, but they lived on an island by themselves, mm-hmm. and their their money were giant stones that mm. couldn't move. And there was like four to ten of them on the island. I might be making that up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they to to transfer a stone to another person, it stayed in the same spot, but the whole group would come together, and like the king or the leader of the group would announce this stone has been transferred to this family. Yes. And like the whole group knew it, right? And they had to agree. And everyone would agree because it was a transfer of land or something. Democracy. Right? (laughs) And so it was a very strong currency and everyone publicly heard what happened. Yes. Everyone knew what happened and Mm -hmm. no one can say you didn't hear that, right? And that's basically Mm -hmm. the same thing. You're just using a network of computers. Yes. Yes. So that's, and that's the part that gets interesting because this is where my friends, we bring in the nodes, (laughs) bring in the nodes. So, Essentially, you're kind of like making this money transaction stuff more public and more communal based from my understanding. And the way you're doing that to make sure that it's secure is through this timestamp server, Mm. which I'm understanding this whole idea of timestamp server is actually the blockchain, correct? Pretty, 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 yeah, pretty much. The blockchain comes in. Yeah, it is what chains everything together Uh, so no one can have an attack or insert mm. blockchains or transactions in the past. Yep. Just like Fleetwood Mac said, you can never break the chain. Yeah. So all the hashing that you talked about goes into the the date mechanism. Yes. But basically, just think of it as a date. We don't really have to think about the hashes. Right. Right. And Yes. And there's an output that comes from all the mining that they do that they can verify is correct. Yes. You know that there was a there was a movie, and I don't know if this gets into it in the future, so if I'm getting ahead of myself, dang it, but there's a movie where I think a, a guy's take comes in late to finish his test. Do you know this movie? And he asked the professor, he's like, do you know my name? And the professor's like, I don't know who you are. So he grabs all the papers, including his own, and throws them all in the air and then runs out. <gasps> right? You ever seen this? No. Right? But it's hilarious because... Smart. Right? Because If I was that professor, I'd be like, oh, snap. Right? Because This is why you need to form relationships with your children if you are an educator, by oh, the way. Oh, dang it. I forget. Thank know you. their names and know how to say them correctly. Okay, True. continue. So then he has to pick up all the papers, one, which is yes. hilarious. And yes. two, he has no idea who this human was. So and he's now just you, got a great. You can say, all. yeah, I'm that person that got an A on that test. So I guess, you know, who knows? He comes in to pick up his test. It's way different. But... That's amazing. <laughs> Pretty hilarious. But that's the same thing. So I guess if it, imagine if the professor were to just literally every every uh, test that got put on his desk, he instantly hit the exact timestamp on it, stamped it with a little ink. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. And then the next one, he would stamp when that one ended uh-huh. and when the new one started. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, he'd end and start. And then yeah. if he came in and someone threw that in the air and he goes and looks, he would know. Whose test is whose. Yeah. This yeah. is this is a this is a fugazi, as they say. Ooh. Um, so this time server is working basically to make taking a hash of a block of items to be timestamped um, and publishing it, basically putting it into 
the public and saying like, here's all of basically uh, looking at these transactions and documenting them mm-hmm. to say that they happened. Yeah, everyone agrees upon it. The mm-hmm. whole world or the whole node system says, yeah, this is correct. Cause it- and it's and it's all continuous. Like if I make like you're saying this this repetition of this timestamp of start and start and like mm-hmm. that is continuously just going on, going on, going on. I definitely think of it like a DNA strand, like a double helix, right? It just spirals its way up. That's the entire blockchain. Those little cross sections, you know the little cross sections, right? Mm-hmm. The bits. The bits. Each bit <laughs> is a block. <laughs> You're killing me, small. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. It's a long DNA strand. And then the very, there's a very first one, right? And I think that's known as the, the Genesis block, mm-hmm. which is the very first block that Satoshi and um, someone by the name of maybe Hale or something, they they transacted the first one in, in like January 3rd of 2009. Holy crap. And they even had, yeah, it's, all, it's, the, it's the Genesis. That's the first ever to yeah. be done. It has a little block. has a little mark in there talking about the financial crisis. It's like a uh, one of the titles from the Times. Hmm. Something about they bailed out another bank or something like that is written in there yep. to kind of talk about how soft our current fiat money is. Mm-hmm. Mind you, you're gonna hear fiat, which is just basically money. Oh, it's not money. those tiny, cute little Italian cars. No, fiat is a word we must know. It's an Italian car. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no, fiat is your money. Gotcha. Fiat is a short-term money that is. It's backed by your government. Short term. It works. It works for a purpose. Bad, but good, but bad. It has its purpose, but okay. it loses I can dig value it. over time. We'll get there. So the timestamp kind of introduces the blockchain. There's a little, another nice little um, visual, if you need that, which talks about a hash and then breaks down the hash. So a hash is basically a block with each quote unquote item. Um, which is like a transaction inside of it. Yeah, right? every yeah. So yep. each transaction becomes a block. Each block becomes a hash. Those hashes are linked together to show all the transactions ever, ever. Yeah, a block. A block can have um, about a megabyte. Yes. Of of transactions, which I think turns out to be about five thousand on average transactions. Right. So it takes five thousand transactions on each block, and mm-hmm. every one of those runs different numbers through, and they verify it through the system, and then yes. And so let's, that's a good segue for verification, which is the next part, proof of work. Mm. Basically saying that all of these items, these blocks, these hashes, these connections are good, are true. So proof of work. Uh, I think this is, I mean, there's a lot of this that is, I'm like looking into that. I was like, yeah, this is where it really gets into it. But then it kind of keeps unfolding. It's very layered, but proof of work was where I really felt most like I understood, like, this is, I get it. Like, no. This is Bitcoin. Wow. Yeah. Like, proof of work, I feel like really, if you're somebody who's like a little skeptical or a little kind of confused at this point still, proof of work is where I feel like the synapses formed. And I was like, oh, yes, this is Bitcoin. Um, Because it kind of delves into this idea of basically like how how it is what it is like how bitcoin is validated like this proof proof of work is probably i would i would argue the most important part of this equation really besides the security of making sure we don't have attack nodes attacker nodes and how to mitigate that um i would say proof of work is the most important thing I but i mean proof of work is how you, mm, you keep go. away it's exactly correct zinga uh she learns I'm yes i'm gonna go i'm gonna go take a nap Okay, well, our work here is I now know everything about uh, Bitcoin. So now. just just to confirm, you just read this white paper today. I, ju- I literally read it like half, well, not half an hour. I read it 
We had some dinner. We watched a Netflix episode, a spooky, because it's spooky season. Spooky season. And now we're recording a podcast. I feel like, how many times have I talked about this then? Or are you just a well, natural? I, mean, like, I we, love it. We, we just, I mean, we have conversations about a lot That's of true. this stuff a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this stuff before. It's Because it, it's interesting. It's fun to have conversations about this because it's generally, I don't know, I'm somebody who likes to learn things. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. So, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to talk about but it. But no, so. yeah, but I read this and I was, I, I literally, I just read it today. Um, just kind of digested a little bit, but I just, from my major takeaway is just proof of work is the biggest thing. Yeah, hit it. Um, so uh, first, before I read it, I read proof of work and I, I said, Bitcoin, is this where the bits happen? And essentially, yes. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> this is where the bits come in. Um, so yeah. proof of work essentially determines the value of Bitcoin. Yes. Uh, validates that it is a Bitcoin. It'll it validate. Is, yeah. It doesn't, that it is what it is. The, the value of Bitcoin is, is a little different. I mean, that's kind of arbitrary, right? It's, it's based on what people are willing to pay for it. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. Because, because people are what's, what's saying what the worth is. Similar to the stock market. Or this public, this public announcement of like, this is it. Yeah. And everybody agrees on it. Um, I don't know how to move forward with that. It's not about, it's like just what people are willing to buy. Some people think there's a certain price, but no. Well, it's like, it's like any stock, right? Sure. Um, maybe more like gold than, than stocks. Stocks are, Stocks are valued off their earnings and what people project the future earnings will be, right? They actually know the cash flow of the company, but it's similar to gold. Like gold's valued as a commodity and Bitcoin right now, people are talking as a store of value. The value of a Bitcoin is determined essentially by how many people are saying, I want that Bitcoin. <laughs> it's, not, it's, really, it's no different than at the U.S. dollar. Right. Right. The, the dollar is a piece of paper. Yeah, but we all said that is a dollar. That's worth a dollar. And this piece of paper is $20. And now we do now. Right. You know, I'm going to get crazy on my econ, but we we believe that the U.S. government says will, that this is $20. We're like, yeah, we'll, $20, we'll protect it. Dude. We'll protect mm-hmm. it. We believe it has value because they'll well, at this point, we believe they'll just save anything. But because it's that's spooky it, season, it, it's up to us to decide. Back in the day, it was gold. Right. Right. And gold he had value. Yeah, gold. Mm-hmm. Gold was a much better dollar. Right. Well, gold was a much better piece of um value than the u.s dollar and any dollar at this point or any fiat at this point Mm -hmm. yes um so he talks about proof of work as essentially um this whole for this whole timestamp server peer-to-peer basis thing to to work into function um you need to use this proof of work system um to kind of scanning for the value of that when hashed so are you, re- are you reading it right now yeah, yeah it's so it says the hash begins with a number of zero bits that's yes the output will so you'll know that you've hit the right puzzle when answer to zero when there's a certain amount of zeros starts the entire hash right um so the average work requires ex- exponential to the number of zero bits required and can be verified by executing a single hash yeah so I, this is where I was like, this determines the value of Bitcoin? No, this determines that the transaction is real. Okay, so this is this proof of work basically is validating transactions. It's kind of like proof of work, meaning uh, this might be a terrible analogy, but proof of work is like Bitcoin is known as like a store of value. And a store of value is also kind of known as gold. Mm-hmm. And it's no different than people digging in California back in, I have no clue when they dug for gold, probably the 
seven, 1800s. History. Uh, history. And they would <laughs> dig for gold and they'd pull the gold out. And the work that they did would prove by holding that gold mm-hmm. that they have it. Mm-hmm. So this is just to prove that the work they did is validating all of these transactions. Okay. And that we know that it's all on the blockchain. Interesting. Yes. Read read it again. Read it Well, now there's one part here that I'm kind of like, "Hmm." Um, so for the timestamp network, so he said for our timestamp network, we implement (laughs) the proof of work by incrementing a nonce Mm -hmm. in the block Mm -hmm. until a value is found that gives the blocks hash the required zero bits, which is kind of like what you just described. There's a certain amount of zero bits or zeros in the hash, which is like this code essentially. Um, and once the proof of work has gotten to, has proved what those zeros are, yeah. like has solved the puzzle essentially, uh-huh. then we know it's validated. But yeah. what's this incre- incrementing a nonce? Yeah, don't worry about it. the nonce. It, it's getting very detailed and I'm mm-hmm. probably going to be terrible at answering this question. Yeah, because but... it's, but it's like terminology where you're like, what, what this mean? What, what is nonce? Yeah, there's a certain amount of nonces. I don't remember the amount that you can go up, but then there's like an X nonce where you can add more to the nonces if you run out. So th- well, that's what's a nonce. A nonce is just a, like a, a five character digits right five digits is that like the puzzle that they they, that's part of the puzzle Uh, so they're going to take what happens um is they will take just they'll take the the numbers that come from the previous block Mm -hmm. right remember our our time stamping the sheet Mm -hmm. from the teacher Mm -hmm. so they'll take that whatever was output when he time stamped that with his own hash hash. they'll Mm -hmm. add that into the next block Mm -hmm. they'll Put in all the transactions will run through cryptography hashing. Mm-hmm. What hashing does is if you put Ben through what's called the SHA-256. Yeah, he says that right here. SHA-256 uh-huh. is the encryption that they're using. And ah, I want to tell a story about that. That's the code, right? That's just the encryption. That's the encrypting But when algorithm. you encrypt something, you're using an algorithm, using coding to like... And it puts it to a... To make it work. To, to a 256 character thing. Yes, it puts yes. every single one of that. So if you put Ben... Uh-huh. With a capital B Ooh. through the SHA-256. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna just say this lightly. It's like one, two, three, four, five, right? That would never be the output. Mm-hmm. But if you put, and then that's Ben capital, and you put Ben lowercase through that, it will be like BJ403A6. Mm-hmm. Totally different, even though all you did was change a capitalization of one letter, right? Yeah. And that's what's crazier, though, is if you run Ben uppercase through it, 46 times you get the exact same output because it's the same and that's how they validate all this uh, stuff right mm-hmm. and so so you want it to be the same that makes it secure yeah and so the zeros is, yeah you want it that's because you can then validate it yes and then you can go through this entire blockchain mm-hmm. that's all the way back to the genesis and it can't be changed and you can validate every single answer right from every single block to the next block and you know everything in there is true and, it's and real. it can't be changed because if you if it was to be changed you'd have to redo all of it if it was to be changed, you have to prove work again for right. every you coin. Have to redo all the work. Yeah, so that gets crazy, right? But and that's there's... what makes it more secure, right? Because mm-hmm. then somebody couldn't be like, "No, actually, yeah. it's it's not Ben. It's Nicole one two three four. And then if someone... everybody would be like, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, <laughs> and that's where it gets interesting, right? And it gets crazy. Like if someone throws in another block at the same time with two blocks, and they both got validated by this person. They will just look at that and they'll run it backwards and they'll be like, this is not a real block. Mm. Or what what they call is they will all, if sometimes it will happen, two people will answer the same question and they'll put them together 
and they have to decide which way to go. It's called like remediation or something. Mm -hmm. And the longest block always wins, which yeah. means whichever block gets the next answer, they're just going to go that way. Yes. All the transactions where win that other block that were legitimate, yeah. just go back into what they call the mempool. And then a node will pick those up and try to run through the hashes again. Interesting. And they all focus on every block. So every piece of power is focused on that block every single time. That is so interesting. Yeah, and it says like it says as later blocks are changed after uh -huh. the work to change the block would include redoing all the blocks after. After, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're fighting all the computer power in the world. CPU. To yeah, to try. I just to, winked at Ben. To try to CPU. to try to and you got to beat them. Uh -huh. to then fool the entire system on the next blocks to then get something yeah, in there. That's what, I mean, they make a note of that. They say to modify a past block, an attacker would have to redo the proof of work for of the every block, single block and all the blocks after it and then catch up mm -hmm. and surpass mm -hmm. all the work of the honest nodes that were already working from that block. Yeah. So it's almost like you would have to redo all this work and then try to catch up with all the other work that's being done. So you want to hear a fun way to look at how much work that is? Yes, Ben, I would love to. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds overwhelming, but no, I mean, sure. There's a cool video that we'll put if these podcasts ever go out in the footer. It's called like on-site or on-it or something like mm -hmm. that. Okay, so the SHA-256, to hack that, basically, you have to take, and I'm going to do this liberally, it's not exact, but basically you take every piece of, every computer on planet Earth mm -hmm. is going and trying to break SHA-256. Mm -hmm. And then... You multiply every planet by every planet in the galaxy, in the Milky Way, right? Yep. And then you take that and multiply it by 4 billion galaxies. Nope. <laughs> and then I still think at that point, you only have a, you and you're running it for, I think it's 2 to the 26 power right. it's like, of hours. It's so extensive. Yeah. Right. Like the amount, yeah. that's the one thing I saw that kind mm -hmm. of like, and that's a part, this is why I think proof of work is so important because this essentially kind of, at least as somebody who's looking from the outside in on a lot of this, quells my nerves uh, about like, oh, is this safe? Is this really safe or not? Is this good or not? Is this, you know, especially, I don't know about y'all, but I'm afraid of money, like a lot of millennials probably. Um, I mean, when you live through a lot of rises and crashes of economy and recessions yeah, and blah 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 don't get me into that that's no our, i know that's i know that's a whole dollar, other episode the feds fault. uh anyway so but so, when you but when you see that you very you much so become a tiptoe around your financials i feel like that's a, a common thread for well i can't speak for all millennials but maybe for just me this millennial here sitting on this no, couch it's a, it's a common thread right no, we're fine. we're kind of constantly thinking okay what is my money doing um, losing, where's your money? How much do I value. have? <laughs> well, you know, like that's just a constant, I mean, money is very much a, a constant kind of thing we are thinking about. And so when we step to things like Bitcoin, we're kind of like, mm, I don't know, what are all these bits? If I put, you know, $200 in here, what's going to happen? I mean, that's just with any I investing. just love that you continue to call it Bitcoin and you don't say crypto because you'll get in, you'll get in arguments in the crypto and Bitcoin world, but don't worry. Don't let, well, that, don't let that to anyone. I'm not ready for those arguments yet. I'm just, I'm strategic. I'm just talking about, I'm looking at a white paper right now that says Bitcoin on it. And mm. that's what I'm talking about for now. We can get into crypto a whole nother day because again, I don't know what that is. Don't so yeah. don't come for me. Um, but I'm just saying though, like this, this whole idea of proof of work is as a per, as a person looking in on this made me feel like, oh, wow, this is actually quite interesting 
the process that was created to keep this safe. Yeah, your mind is safe. And it, and that's what I was kind of drawn to with it. It's this whole idea of um this this generate this generating of work is generating so fast that the difficulty of somebody trying to essentially sabotage it, uh the difficulty of making that happen increases because they're there's it's just constantly the, creating, the, doing, going to to keep this as safe as possible. Right, right. The more people working on it, the more complicated the, the puzzle menu, becomes. Right, exactly. The blocks per hour that are produced. Always 10. 10, at, 10 minutes blocks is, is it will mint a block. They talk about that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, I thought that this proof of work was the most interesting point to me because of that. I feel like it really, this is a good part that explained like how it works, kind of just basic bare bone um, and why that makes it safe. Very cool. Um, so this proof of work is, I think, is great. It does also kind of coincide next part with network. Yeah, yeah, network. Let's uh, let's pause there. Yeah. I think we'll get into some deeper stuff when we get there. So let's just take a little pause if that's cool. Yeah, we will take a break and end the podcast here for today, friends. Yeah. We got a few more chapters. So thanks, everyone. There's lots of bits. I keep calling it chapters. It's really just like couple paragraphs yeah yeah sections Sections. we're breaking down bit by bit thanks everyone (laughs) thank you for listening to our two sets see you next time